Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kind of already there. Um, you know, I'll be able to see exactly where the leaders are and be able to judge things based off of that. Um, whereas last year, I was more looking backwards to make sure the leaders weren't coming behind me. We were so far back. If you don't win this year, who would you like to see drink that milk? Oh, no one. <laughs> um, uh... I mean, I got to say one of my teammates, right? I mean, I think Marco. It's been a long time coming for the Andretti family. Um, it's the 50th anniversary of, of Mario's win, so um, probably Marco. Keep him family. <laughs> After Monday's practice, how do you feel you stack up against Carpenter's cars and Tagino and, you know, like, several days? Yeah, I think we're in the top three or four cars. Um, it was a really perfect day in terms of conditions so I don't know how much of that's going to transfer to, to Sunday maybe tomorrow will give us more of an indication oh yeah for sure as ex-Formula 1 driver what's your view of what happens to Alonso in McLaren regardless of my past um, life it's that's just what Indianapolis is there's no guarantees it doesn't matter how much money you spend um, there's a lot of of importance placed on experience and um, just having the knowledge of, of what it takes to, to be successful around here and um, yeah I mean it's it's wild it's, it's crazy to think about um, on one side you know it's it shows how challenging Indianapolis is and, and how competitive IndyCar is um, on the other side you know I hope that the, the international audience Um, still, still watches the race because you know we saw what he was able to bring from a um, global interest perspective, and you know I think that's a really positive thing for the sport. So um, I hope to see them back and uh, give it another another chance. Do you think they have been a bit of arrogant? I think Europeans are arrogant in motorsports in general. I just think that's that's the way that culture is, and um, you know at the end of the day. That's, that's that's really what a lot of Formula One is, and um, you know, at the end of the day, they are the pinnacle of motorsports. Whether we as as IndyCar supporters and drivers like it or not, Formula One is is the cutting edge. Um, so yeah, they're going to have some arrogance that goes along with that. Um, I can't say whether or not that's a problem that they had coming here. Um, you know, I know that they tried their absolute best and, and never gave up until the end. You know, when you watch the video of, I think it's last year, some of those passes you made, et cetera, <laughs> high side, low side stuff, do you, are you ever I don't know, amazed by it? Or you, do you ever, like, go back and go, what's going through my head here? I mean, you know what I mean? Do you, how, how do you replay things like that? And Are you ever amazed by some of the moves you've made? Not really. I mean, we're just there to kind of, it's your job, right? It's your job to, to put yourself and the team in the best position to win possible. And... Um, unfortunately, we had to 
you know, pass a lot of cars to have a good result that day. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, I, I look, I, there's a couple of the replays or angles or whatever where it's like, wow, I feel lucky that, you know, that car didn't move two or three inches to the left or right or whatever. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's, um, it's all in the past, so. I know, but everybody's always trying to get in y'all's head, y'all's yeah. psyche of like what makes you a driver want to do it, number one, and number yeah. do do those things and stuff. What, do, are you sort of a different person when you're behind the, the wheel of a race car, meaning? I don't think so. You're willing to <laughs> hang it out there, so to speak. No, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's all about the opportunities that present themselves. I mean, in those particular situations, everyone went low and there was clean air up high, so yeah. it didn't seem any reason not to do it, right? Um, you know, clean air is a big deal for these cars, especially the new aero kits. And um, even if that's not the racing line in terms of the ultimate grip, the, the support you're getting from the clean air and the aerodynamic benefit makes it possible. But are you, are you ever aware, too, though, that you're putting on a show? I mean, that people are... Just there to try and win a race, man. But you are still, I mean, you know, when yeah. you, if you watched a race like that from the grandstands, would you be awed or amazed by... For sure. I mean, when I watch sports as a fan and watch someone hit a game-winning buzzer beater in the NBA playoffs, like, yeah, it's amazing, right? But at the end of the day, you got to remember this is our job. Um, and for me, it's we wake up each day with the desire to win. And if you don't, then it wasn't a really successful day. So I look at it as we maximize the bad situation um, by finishing fourth when we started 32nd. But it wasn't a successful day. Um, so hopefully we can have a successful day this Sunday. you ever get a chance to relax during this week leading up to the race? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> um, it's a lot of stuff like this. Um, and, and obviously, you know, it's very important to maximize kind of the sponsorship and uh, media engagement for this month because it's the biggest month in racing. So um, it's right that we're busy and correct, but still doesn't mean it's, it's not tiring and uh, it's hard. I think the biggest thing that I've learned from year one to now is how to compartmentalize and manage yourself throughout the whole month um, and, and still be fresh and focused uh, when you get in the race car each time. Is there such a thing to be able to flip on the switch though when you get back in the car this weekend after such a gap off? You guys go day and day and day in and then you have this big three-day gap in there. Yeah, I mean, I know it's cliche to say, but it's, it's like riding a bike for us. I mean, we, we have so many hours in race cars and this is just, when we, for me, when I get, when I put my helmet on and get in, I actually, my heart rate goes down, and I'm relieved because I don't, I don't have to talk to anyone else anymore. I can just go. We're gonna leave you alone right. at that point. I can just go do my job, and um, kind of execute what we've been talking about for the past month. So, for me, I don't know how it is for others, but it's actually a sense of calm when it's finally time to get in the race, and it's like, okay, we got through the hard part. Now we can go. We can go have some fun. You're picking favorites for this race. Your name keeps coming up a lot. Do you feel like you have a car that's worthy of that distinction? I think we've had a great car all month. Um, my big concern is we haven't really been in, in race conditions in the heat yet. And I don't, depending on what forecast you look at, Sunday could be hot, Sunday could be fairly mild. So I don't, I don't really know. These cars are really temperature dependent and this track is temperature dependent. So I think based on what we had Monday, if it was a replica of those conditions, we'd be sweet. If it's hotter, I don't know. I hope we're still as good because um, I'd say based on kind of the Monday race running practice. We were the top four, five cars. Um, we were in that group, so hopefully it stays the same. It's a very active Monday practice there. What did you take away from that, though? Conditions aside.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.